Fuck off. It makes me happy to see you happy, and I hope this makes you happy. Sean Hayes. <laughs> oh no. I am here as the first host to talk to you about how we do weird news and I also by happenstance am the macabre focused one generally. I'm not I mean in my life it's it's merely a slice, but here in the whip around, it's the whole pie. I'm just getting <laughs> exactly. to talk to the citizens, but I'm not alone, so I need to move aside here to let someone else bust a, a, a word who's just been giggling at this point at his friend's antics this is dr phil laporta who not by happenstance but by choice does the science uh not just here but that is most of my life actually feels that like. is true it feels like a lot of my life revolves around scientific things in one way or another hi phil hi sean hey buddy how you doing bud hi, it's hi, been a while hi citizen hi citizens how are you i said how are you why are you like this <laughs> Answer us! Shout louder! We can't hear Citizen, you. What's up with you? You know what? Fine. <laughs> Silent was... treatment. It is. <laughs> Two can play. Three can play at that game. <laughs> so we can. But then it's a don't. Then <laughs> you know the joke. <laughs> Your move, citizen. Phil, what's up with you? Uh, I'm. I've been better. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, so last Sunday, I played around a disc golf. First time on the uh. new Achilles. Felt fine. First what? First time <laughs> in the, the new, new Achilles? Achilles out. Out, for, out for a round. I mm -hmm. shot six over. It was pretty good. Right. And then on Monday. par? Yeah, six over par. Good. And then, terms. yeah, you got sports terms. Way to right. go. Yeah. And then on Monday night, I was cleaning dishes. I dropped a fork, bent over, and my back went out. Which is a technical foul. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like I'm at the age where now random, like, fucking cutlery will take me down. Mm. Like, I hate this. Mm -hmm. It's like I was just getting better from the Achilles. Maybe it's And not... then it's like I bend over and it's like, boom, gone. Citizen, can someone back me up on the fact that this guy does punchy kicky and it's beating the shit out of him? It's not that. All right. It was All the right. cutlery got me. It's cutlery and froth. <laughs> That's what's doing it. <laughs> but otherwise, things are good. Good. I want to plug my friend Mike Slater and Tom Roach, who were the authors of. Oh, we're going Lovecraft. there early. Yeah, why not? It came out. This is you know this is the better part of what's up with me. Uh, Lovecraft cocktails, uh, elixirs and libations from the lore of H.P. Lovecraft. It's a gorgeous book. It's inside a beautiful and book, out. Absolutely. And uh, inside, I contributed two cocktails to it, and it's just it tickles me to be able to contribute to that. You it know, makes me happy. You know what I wonder about this? What? And I'm not just blowing sunshine up your think, sphincter here. Sure, thank you. But I think about how – what was it like when people were talking to, I don't know, Mr. Boston when he was building his drink recipe? Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. A, a, some, I feel like I know a creator who's in a, in a book who has more to come. <laughs> I, I hope saying? so. I'm I like, do I'm hope wondering, so. so what was it so. like when, like, you know, I don't know. Whatever recipe creator is out there, you know, making, you know, cool drinks in New York or whatever. I feel like I'm the barback <laughs> watching you do this stuff, except I'm not doing any of my work. So I'm the soon to be fired barback. Yeah. That's on accurate. the strained metaphor. So what are you asking anyway? Nothing. Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, I've got something to prepare. In the meantime, sup with you. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm in a great mood. I'm wearing my Christmas pants. I noticed that on the way in. And I'm wearing a green shirt. 
and Phil's vigorously shaking a drink. Uh, I'm not gonna the the, the references write themselves. Yeah. You got anyway, it. but I I yeah I'm just in I'm in a good I'm in a good place. It's been an exhausting couple of weeks, but I feel like it's you know whatever. It's things are leveling off, and I think auditions for uh, a show at the Playhouse are going to be later this month. Ooh, I think exciting. there's no official announcement about okay. it yet. I don't know anything about that All specifically, right. but I'm looking forward to auditions. Looking forward to things. It's the spice of life. Fuck it. That's great. I'm happy to hear you got something coming up like that. I think that's uh, that's always good. And you know me. I'm always going to be there for you. I'm always going to be in the audience. And uh, I, I hope you get your part, whatever one it is. Good on you. Well, I don't even know if there's a part for me in this show. I'm just excited to audition. All right. Hey. And I'm auditioning this. I'm. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, I can't believe I went as long as I did without doing shows. Man, citizen, if you've got a hobby out there or something that you yeah. if something that you quote used to do and thinking about it makes you pine for doing it and you come up with all these excuses and look, life is awfully short. Take it from me. Listen to the fucking McCabinet later. Just <laughs> oh, let me no. <laughs> while I'm kind of amping for Phil, but I mean what I'm saying. Get to whatever your bliss is. Get there. Stay there. Yeah. Make the choices that make you happy. And okay? It, Stop farting around. I wasted 17 years. And not for nothing. I, I've of known, not doing this thing. Not my I, whole, I've done good things, but yeah, I'm missing out on this have. one vital thing. It has made you happier. I've seen that in you that you have this back. What? A, fuck you. And I love that. Fuck Ma- It makes me happy to see you happy. And I hope this makes you happy. We have a, we have a drink, and I thought it was appropriate to make this this week. It's a frothy brown. It's, I would describe it as beige. It's well, that's a froth, Phil. That's yeah. what frothy brown looks like. Haven't you ever had diarrhea? <laughs> Speaking now, of which, this smells terrific. Now I'm going to tell you right now, uh, there's no bitters in this. There are no bitters. That right too. Now. There are no bitters in this. There's nothing in here that you would not like. Except this for the is, fact, it feels like it's dissolving the little paper cup that. It's in. <laughs> well, you know, is it a sipper? Uh, oh yeah, this I didn't. It's this. This is just a convenient size glass that I happen to have. It's not glass at all. It's a little paper cup. Here's love in your shoot. In, indeed. So enjoy this. See, I have to cut all of that <laughs> fucking sequence of noises you made. Okay. Hey, what is that? Do you like that? Yeah. This is a beige circle of meh. No, wait, wait, wait. I, okay, so what, <laughs> what is, what, take me back, what's in that? Ah, this is I've brand new. This. this is brand new. And this, is, by the way, is why I was bothering your daughter, because I wanted to see if she had a little tiny horse I could put next to the cup for oh, varnish. Oh, booyah. Yeah. Um, what is in this? This is something I've been working on for you for about a year and a half now, okay. intermittently. Okay. The primary is Nocello, the walnut liqueur that you love. Oh, my God. The two secondaries. I, uh, thank goodness I'm wearing my Christmas pants. The two, go- the two secondaries is a coffee liqueur uh-huh. and creme de cacao. I would have guessed about the coffee, and, and that now makes sense yep. as well. And then, the, of course, the frothiness, it's all coming from heavy cream. So this is basically, for, for those of you who are into bartending, if you want to look up books, this is basically an Alexander riff. It's a creamy, desserty drink. It's gone already on Sean's side. It's very good. You like that? I, I like that my drink tastes air toward the Augustus Gloop. <laughs> like, yeah, look, if it's right. in a river of chocolate, he'll just he'll fall in. Let him go. <laughs> Let him go. He'll enjoy it. Hey, everybody likes what they like. I'm not going to judge, but I was working on how to balance that nocello. What do you mean with you it. wouldn't judge? What, what? I'm so not. The implication there is that there's something to judge. Yeah, here? The possibly. I'm not going to though. What would be to judge about it? Nothing. The fuck are you? What are you saying? I don't. You know. dress like a grandpa. You damn right I do. You talk like a bitter uncle. <laughs> Which one of those would you rather have on the tracks? Choo choo! The weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines. 
We've got five headlines from this week's news, plus one fake one for a total of six. Of the six, ignore the five, find the one fake, spot the fake, win the day. Fractions. There you go. <laughs> hey, but- can I, I'm going to call my shot. I bet you have at least one of my three for the roads in here. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to say right. I'm going to put my marker down. All right. We'll see if that's right. Again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. Bristol half marathon winner disqualified after running wrong race. <laughs> Suspect who stole U-Haul calls police and asks for deputies to stop chasing him. Hmm. Sleeper cell of evangelical Christians posing as Orthodox rabbis. What? Hiker lost on mountain for 24 hours, ignored calls from rescuers because he didn't recognize the phone number. Man steals five parrots from pet store because he needs to, quote, raise an army. Pursued by police, twins exchange places in the car, but both have the same blood alcohol content. <laughs> it was really good slow, though. I can't wait for it fast. Bristol half marathon winner disqualified after running wrong race. Suspect to stole U-Haul calls police and asked for deputies to stop chasing him. Silly Purcell, evangelical Christians posing as Orthodox rabbis. Hiker lost a mountain for 24 hours, ignored calls from rescuers because he didn't recognize phone number. Man steals five parrots from pet store because he needs to raise an army. Pursued by police, twins exchange places in the car, but both have the same blood alcohol content. All right, so you did not, but... I was very, very, really? I was very close to doing the, uh, 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 what was the second last one? Man Steals Five Parrots? No, before that. Uh, Hiker Lost on Mountain. That, that. I had okay. seen, that one I recognized. Okay. That was, that was almost a three for, so I was almost right, which is good for about zero cents. I mean, it, you know. Uh, but three and six are my suspects. Can I hear them one last uh, time, please? Sleeper cell of evangelical Christians posing as Orthodox rabbis? That's insane. And the last one was pursued by police. Twins exchange places in the car, but both have the same blood alcohol content. I'm not as a brutal waste of, of ink uh, <laughs> a, a, as a, a former newspaper, uh, school paper editor of mine once said. <laughs> uh, so those are both. They've strained the, the credulity that I'm capable of bringing to the table, though six is a bad written headline. I, honestly, I feel like you do better, but we have entered into the era of the meta so maybe you know that and are playing me. So I'm going to... The sleeper cell. What's so weird? <laughs> I'm going to say that the sleeper cell number three is fake. Unbelievably ah. real. Ah! <laughs> I know! Was it six? Ah. No! Oh, shit in a hat. That happened in France, actually. I sure as hell hope it's not the one that I almost use as three for the road. What? The hiker? W- no, that's real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I, no, that's okay. Ob- no, yeah, that's obviously What was in this drink? <laughs> Uh, all right, I, then I, 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 I don't know. It was man steals five parrots from pet store because he needs to raise an army. Oh, <laughs> I like want that to be. Real, it sounds good, know? right? Aww. I know. I know. Can you imagine him like training them? Like, little, <laughs> I'm, for some reason, I'm picturing like um, crusade, crusade era helmets, <laughs> like on the birds, but um, then they have yeah. to have like holes drilled in the side, <laughs> but the... they still have like the profile. And I'm know. picturing the same crusade with, with like a thing for the beak coming out. There you That's go. See, yeah, it's, see? it's great. What a letdown, Phil. It's not booyah level great, but it's great. <laughs> Fuck you for letting me down that way. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I have a question. It's what? been a while. What have you what? with this headline uh-huh. spotted the pattern? No. <laughs> nah, dude. Wow. I, I don't. What number was it just now? The fifth one. Five. Yes. What was the last one? We didn't even release the last show. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Stop the whip around. <laughs> by the way, we got so excited we just started doing the show for you, by the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, we have had our technical problems lately, but it is now. <laughs> What is this? November 1st. Yes, the 1st of November we're recording 2021. this. 2021. Uh-huh. So we are back in the time stream. Now, real quick, <laughs> there is an episode 
that was 99.9% completed that's now done and in the chamber. So at some point, you're going to hear us from two weeks ago, but it won't be this week. So at some point, it'll it's be, gonna be it's a gonna minimum. Sound, we're going to sound so excited and fresh. Right. Yeah. Right. All I'm saying is. Sean still has no idea. Fucking brace yourself. <laughs> And, and you, no, I have no, have no idea. idea. God damn it. And citizens, if you want an on-air shout-out, write into the whip around at any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, I like that. I like it. There's just starting to be this huge list. There's going to be a huge list. Anybody that's going to get figures this out ahead of Sean is going to get a shout-out on the show. Uh, we've already had two citizens solve I'm it. I'm not going to figure it out. For I know a he's long not, time. He might die first, in which case he would end up in his own cabinet of the macabre. <laughs> that's weird. Very proud of yourself. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's good to be back. File under, I told you so. What happened? Then? Straight to business, by the way, Phil, citizens. No time to waste. Hell, it might already be too late. <laughs> oh, no. Might already be too late. October 20th, 2021, Phil. Uh, another reason? Okay. So near at hand that a corpse from that day mm-hmm. kept at room temperature oh. today would be barely be bloating in an interesting way it would be a barely purpling on one side messy gore bag yeah if, if there's anything you've taught me it's rates of decomposition you know what i'm saying and speaking of corpses we've had one hell of a noteworthy murder okay. we're going back to india oh again yeah india by the way second only to china i'm gonna say and barely had a florida for strongest <laughs> nexus of bizarre events on one side and a government wholly unconcerned with the like privacy of its citizen on the other. It's fair. You know what I mean? It's a very partial eclipse Venn diagram near full. Anyway, uh, so yes, back to India uh, for some more crackpot jackpot. That's the, oh. that's, that's, the, that's the list right now. The crackpot jackpot list. It goes like this. China, India. Florida. Florida. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who's next. Pennsylvania. (laughs) Anyway, we might. We might even have a serial killer here among the bustling, fragrant market stalls and the churning, rhythmically bleeding car traffic of Delhi's Nabi Karim district. Okay. First, here's Mohammed Korban, 30-year-old bag merchant... Guessing it's like handbags. I, okay, sure. Not I like grocery pic- bag. I was merchant. picturing burlap sack for no reason. Fine purveyor of wet grocery bags. <laughs> Would well, you like I, this wet paper bag? Can I interest you in this? Right. Going once for one <laughs> rupee. Uh, that, hey, hmm. by the way, currency. Accurate currency reference. Anyway, anyway, in one of the, he's a merchant in one of the many stalls in this thoroughfare, and he's milling about, prepping, opening, running his store. It's a normal day among the sights, the noises, the rich tapestry of color. But for Kurban, things are seconds away from a horrible turn. Freeze your mind's eye for a moment as you picture the surging commerce, you know, the, the mass of chattering humanity, the vendors and, you know, some animals running around maybe, you know, you get the movement and you, and look across the street, like turn around and look across the street. Now there's a tall, again, these nondescript, I believe this one is a Book depository? It's like a gray. No, two-story building. An aging water tank of some kind is on the roof. You picture it. Okay. And from there, suddenly... A brick goes flying in a low arc, crashing into a terrace nearby. And that thing had some stank on it, too. 
it made a, a crash onto that terrace. Wow. Had swerve. Fastball. It's right. <laughs> Fastball quality brick throw. And, uh, oh, now almost simultaneously, just seconds away at most, another brick comes sailing from that second floor spot near the water tank. This one with a much steeper trajectory and one that carries it with a low shushing sound as the heavy brick tears through the air, plunges into the busy marketplace, and slams directly into Mohammed oh, Kurban. Dear. A direct, ferocious oh, shot God, to his no. head. Oh. Just right in the cranium. That's a wow. He drops. Uh, yeah. Where he stood mere seconds ago. Uh, he will, uh, in the moments ahead, be rushed to the hospital, where he will be pronounced DOA. Well, the culprit. A brick to the head, yeah. And the culprit was seen fleeing the roof, running on all fours. Uh, now I'm confused. Oh, no. <laughs> it was. Oh, no. It was, Phil. A monkey murder. Oh, my God. I was afraid you were going to say that. Evidently, the owner of the building across from the marketplace indeed had a crude water tank on his second floor roof. But monkeys evidently kept getting into dude's water supply. And, I mean, imagine the fun that some monkeys could have with an exposed water tank the next time you're pouring a cold beverage for yourself or, or rinsing your face. Think about what if monkeys got in there before it got to your face. Monkey face? Before it got to your your drinking glass. Your water bottle. You mean this? There's monkeys in there. Delicious, delicious monkey water. Anyhow, Guy improvised a solution. A pair of bricks would weigh down the tank's lid. <laughs> they have thumbs. He figured and cost nothing at all, really. Well, however much a brick costs. It's a damn good thing you didn't try to weigh it down with a pair of AR-15s is all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Mark Wahlberg, the fucking monkey movie, the Planet of the Apes shit. Isn't that Donnie Wahlberg? I don't know. Aren't they the same guy? <laughs> I wouldn't know if there was a difference. <laughs> it's the royal Wahlbergs. I mean, all of them. Anyway, now India's law enforcement are looking into what amounts to negligent homicide type charges. Mm, that's what okay. they're leaning toward. I guess, I guess he's in their equivalent, almost like um, it's an investigation that's ongoing. But there's, sure. you know. So anyway, anyway, I don't want to get into Indian legalities and bore you with my expertise in that field. <laughs> but 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 what I ask you about the monkey? The actual killer. Need I remind anyone about a certain anti-human movement picking up speed every day in the animal kingdom? Oh, oh, I hear it now. Tee-hee-hee-hee. Sean's back to claiming animals are out to get us. You know, waka waka, what a jokey jokenstein. A real, a real Zach Galifianakis. Ho, ho, ho. He's a modern day Carlin. A har, har, har. He's an amazing lover. Look, it's all true. You can say oh, any of that about me. Fine. But this is true, too. Quote, the incident, uh, pause, pause, pause the quote. The incident means the time a monkey murdered a shopkeeper <laughs> with a brick. In case you forgot. <clears throat> quote, the incident earlier this month comes after the wife of a leader of a major political party in India has fallen to her death while trying to escape a monkey attack. Oh, shit. Sushma Devi, 50, was rushed to the hospital, but sadly died of her injuries. Yeah, blammo. 
political assassination, and disruption of the economic process. That's how you topple civilizations, people. Wake up and smell the monkeys in your water. Thoughts, Phil? Yeah, several. Um, first of all, monkeys are assholes. I, I, we, we know that, just as in general. As a rule, they're not... I, well, I mean, yeah. we've been encroaching on their... They're not trying to be you, nice. Yeah, no, no. I don't blame them one bit. Uh, number two, I, I... We cover that in this show. I yeah, we like have. Yeah. First year. Very, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it has been mentioned. Uh, I... Twice. Now. Because then it came up at... A, never mind. Anyway. There was uh, a review. We brought it up in the... Did we? Mm. Uh... Second, I still can't blame the guy who put the bricks there in any way. It just feels like if they didn't get the bricks there, it feels like they'd just feel oh, oh, get them somewhere oh, else, right? Oh, okay. Why should we have brick laws at all then? <laughs> then it's just the criminals are the only ones wielding the bricks. Oh, I get it. <laughs> uh, I Fucking anarchist. I, yeah. I can't... Oops, whoop, that wasn't for anything. I can't imagine... Was the monkey really aiming at that one guy, though? It feels like not. I mean... Well, hey, you know, you can put him on the stand. Sure. <laughs> also, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be sexist. It, it could be a, a, a woman. Female monkey. A female monkey. Sure. sure. Who did this. I, You know, stereotypically, of course, the, you know, if it's a serial killer, the odds are it is a dude. Statistically speaking, yeah. You know. You've also taught me that. But the way the article uh, put it as well was they threw it at him. I mean, it's true, but the way that it sort of worded it implies that that, that monkey was like, I pick you. <laughs> like, I, this was a premeditated, <laughs> you know. Where's the brooder when you need him? No shit, right? right? He was on the second water tower. Yeah. I really no further questions, Your Honor. You know they, they get into the legalities of like who is to blame mm. and like can you what else are you going to do? How are you going to keep the monkeys out when they're all over the place? It's it's a problem. I mean, you're sharing this environment with that wild animal, and this is like a consequence of that. I have a question for you to end the to end the act. Sure, here. sure, sure. Okay, let's say they the monkey is a murderer. Okay. Are you pro death penalty for that monkey if they catch the monkey? <laughs> no, I don't should think they so. put that monkey down? No. Now, if it was a person, an adult human who threw that brick, hit that guy, and killed him, would you be pro death penalty no, for them? No, because I feel like they wouldn't. I feel like the, everything that you've told me is like there's no way that there was enough sense to pick out the one guy. So I feel like it would at, at what even at if it worst, was a human. Yeah, I feel like at worst, it, again under the same circumstances, yeah. with like a, a, a straight on throw and then like a lofted throw. Yeah, one is hitting a building, the other one just happens to be hitting a crowd. There well, wasn't two at once. It was throw. I know that's throw. what I'm saying. Like, and the one clearly wasn't aimed at the guy. I feel like the at best you're going to get you know manslaughter, you know charges. I, I can't imagine going for any form of murder one or even okay. murder two. All right. I, I would take the charge that would stick guaranteed and not try to press it so we can get a conviction and put him in jail. Citizen, what about you? Would you uh, shock the monkey, as it were? What what punishment does this monkey deserve? Sound off the whip around at gmail.com. We'll be right back, assuming we're not murdered by a lesser primate. Oh, that did not go well. That did not go well. That did not go well. Okay, I'm just going to keep walking. Keep walking. Hey, Phil. Whoa! Hi. Wow. I did not see you there, nor did I expect to find you in this geographic location at this time. What's uh? What's going on? Nothing. Power walking away from not a crime scene. 
Interesting. Yes. Uh, How are you? What's going on with you and your not illegal activity life? You know that like I listen to Whip Brown a lot. Yes, we both do. I just got done with this week's episode. How was it? Was it good? Oh my gosh, it was so crazy. This I, one guy I haven't listened died yet. during sex. Really? Oh my god! It's Thank insane. goodness it's guys dying sex and not people I was just with. How is there? Are there updates on Facebook and Twitter? Um. Yeah. Lots. Great. How about Instagram? Yeah. Can I keep up that way too? If I don't have time to like or access to podcasts, if I'm yeah. like arrested or something. Are you sure? Because we, we, could, we could go through it together no, right now. No, I mean, that's okay. I'll tell you what. I'll just send you an email at thewhiparound at gmail.com. Is that okay? And we'll catch up later? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Well, I'll send you all the details yes. of this whole story. That'd be fantastic. They're Can closing you, in on, I, on the... Are on they? The part, yeah. That's, a, that's great news. I'm fantastic. Listen, I gotta go. I, by the way, I wrote this thinking in your voice, just for the record. Interesting. It was weird. Like, as I got going, I'm like, I'm writing as if Sean was telling the story. Interesting. I don't know if that's going to work or not, but are we're we, about are, to find out. Are we back? Because I, I want so. everyone to know that. <laughs> I guess so. We're going to find out if it works. That it's time for Phil's cabinet of the, the science. scientific, or whatever you want to name it. I don't know. Sakab. No, that's not right. What? Sakab. Science Sa- what? cabinet? Oh, no. <laughs> Science! Still matters, damn it. Yeah, but it was close. <laughs> it almost didn't. Sean, uh, oh, hey. as, as everybody might have heard, and, and we're coming back, uh, I'm stuck, really. It's been a dry spell in terms of weird science. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. Science has given some nice things lately, but nothing supremely oddball that's like whip-around worthy. Sure. There was a neat article that a couple of scientists did. You know when you cut the grape in half and it sparks in the microwave? They did a neat article on like, hey, let's figure out what really causes that. But, I forgot that was a thing. Right. Try it, citizens. It's cool. Just like, don't set your microwave on fire. Not as cool as doing like a DVD or CD in there, but also oh, those are, those less, are awesome. Also less, less dangerous. Yeah, right. So don't anyway, do that. Don't, yeah, don't do that unless you want to, and you're an adult. That's your choice. Yeah, and I. It's also and, your choice if you take want to get rid of the microwave. Right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's time for a slightly belated anniversary. One of my favorite stories in science history for so many reasons. It, 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 the discovery of fire. It rests at the Venn diagram of many interests I have. And I'm going to teach you and our citizens how to take over a sovereign nation without firing a single shot. This is familiar. You might have, in our years of friendship, I might have told you parts of the story. It's entirely possible. Is this at all related to that one scientific figure that every time you say his name, like 15 people will like jump out and be like, ha Oh, no. Tycho Brahe or whatever. No, this has nothing to do with a man with a gold nose that was shot off in a duel. Which is interesting because I said it. They probably cheered and they're like, ah, no, wait a minute, jerk. <laughs> then you said a science thing and they probably cheered again. Exactly. It's an emotional roller coaster up in here. <laughs> Isn't it? So we go back to October 28th, 1856, where a French magician has just started performing in what is now present day Algeria. You may think, oh, how nice. They sent over some entertainment to the country they're exploiting. But no, this is no ordinary time in history and this is no ordinary magician. Little background first. We're clearly in the colonial period here, where wealthy nations with advanced technology are looking to exploit any place that hasn't already been exploited by other countries. Mm. The French ended up grabbing a bunch of the Maghreb region in northwest Africa, including this piece of present-day Algeria. Except in terms of this little place, they were having a little bit of problem holding it, you know, together, so to speak. Rutro, rutro, indeed. Uh, and the problem came in the form of the marabouts. 
Uh, and the marabouts are these Muslim holy men, scholars of the Quran, and magicians. Oh, yeah, you got to watch out for the marabouts. Well, you got to watch out for the magicians, particularly. This is like a mystic Swiss army knife is what this, like, you know, holy man is. Like, really? he kind of does it all. Oh, yeah. shit. Anyway. They wander? They they were also wandering. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've looked, and you know, again, <laughs> like, looking at various... And they're not out there now. In some form or another, like, you know, the tradition is passed down. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, but... They're not really, at the time, they were really not down with the French being there. Yeah. It's really not happy with this, yeah. as you might imagine. Yeah. And um, since they were venerated holy men, several of the local chieftains, you know, had their ears bent towards them. And then when they preached about standing up to the French and driving them out of the country, they were starting to listen and saying, you know what? Maybe we should do this. Cut back to France. Napoleon III, it's in charge now, really doesn't want a war over there. Is Retired of this. Is he a good Napoleon? Or he was an okay Napoleon. Na- okay. Well, I mean, given what he's about to do, he's, they're all kind of hey, shitty. Let's na- be honest. Na- Napoleon. Eh. Mm. <laughs> Napoleon. Um, it's free podcast. Yeah, I mean, this it's what you're getting what you're paying for. It's, <laughs> it's free podcast. Um, so realizing that the problem is basically with the local wizards, <laughs> he sends a wizard of he sends a wizard of his own to settle things down. Obviously. And this wizard is none other than Jean Eugene Robert Houdin. Oh, oh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to have a moment there. Houdini. Uh, it, sounds, oh, it sounds very. Houdin- it sounds Houdin- very Houdini. Yeah, right now, during his active career, and by the way, started out as a watchmaker's apprentice. He was among the most cere- celebrated magicians of his time. He invents dozens of his own illusions and things like that. And history would come to view him as one of the most important figures in the transformation from magic being a mystical thing to a performance art. He was one of the very first. So a lot of important work in the uh, appendix. Yeah. Medical field, too. <laughs> and, of course, several of our citizens, including Sean, are wondering if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Well, it turns out about 40 years Get later... Get out of my head, you wizard demon. turns out about 40 years later, a, Jew, a young Jewish-Hungarian immigrant by the name of Eric Weiss would look to Houdin as inspiration for his stage name, Harry Houdini. Houdin, magician! Well, now we're dealing... Houdin, big Houdini, magician! <laughs> but now, here's the thing. Now we're dealing with the OG... Houdin had already retired, but inspired by a love of France and I'm sure a whole shitload of money. Did you say a love of ranch? A love, or of, a love Fran- of France. <laughs> love of, probably, but if, if there was. That's <laughs> why the valley is hidden! <laughs> he cast a spell! <laughs> Holy moly! Because he's probably hiding it from the Jolly Green Giant. He'll come in, dip a couple, things, dip a couple giant celeries in there, and then it is back to French dressing for everyone. Just like Napoleon III would have won. <laughs> Inspired by a love of ranch dressing and I'm sure a ton of money that they were going to pay him. Mm. He comes out of retirement, travels to Algeria with a plan. Finally, back to that October 28th, 1856, when Houdin is performing at the sh- a show at the, and I love this name, the Babazoon Theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Babazoon good... Theater. Oh, I want to rename, I want to rename our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Babazoon around. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really good. Welcome to the Bob Zuda round. (laughs) So anyway, he does the standard fare of magic. He's, you know, vanishing coins only to have them reappear in a crystal box above the audience. Uh, He's pulling flowers out of a hat. And then he brings out a small strong box. Now, this illusion, which is known... Why far and wide is the light and heavy chest is often played for laughs, and that's how he did it back in France. He would bring up a small child, say, "Hey, come on, kid, pick up the box." He would bring up the biggest dude in the audience and be like, "Lift the box," and the guy cannot move it. Is this a magnets thing? I'm yeah. so proud of you. Yeah. Yes, 
Yes! Science! Wow, it hurts. It's still bad. I'm not running now. the sound cue. You already had it. I, oh, okay. So anyway, well, he would bring up the... And so you play it for laughs. Ha ha, big guy can't lift it. Right. No, 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 no. Not now. This time, he did not play it for laughs. He, bring, he killed that kid. <laughs> well, funny enough. So he doesn't bring up two people. He brings up one person. He brings up the biggest dude in the audience. Uh, different sources. He brings up either a big dude or one of like the local warriors from one of the local tribes who had come to see the shows. Anyway... Wow. Guy shows up. He says, lift the box. He lets the guy lift the box. Then he looks at him and says, you are now weaker than a woman, which is fucked up. Ow. Fuck you. It is. I mean, he's speaking douchebag, I, I guess. I mean, basically. To the douchebag, you know? But now the guy can't lift the chest and he doesn't say anything. Who doesn't say anything? Houdan says nothing. Okay. He just lets the guy struggle. And it's basically a show of French magic. Like, I, my French magic can steal your strength. And the guy is starting to go apeshit and like trying to pry the box off the ground with everything he's got when the box electrocutes him now. Yeah. The box zaps him. Not like that's a, now I hear electrocute and I'm thinking, you know, not, smoke rising not, from a corpse. Not quite. But it gives him a, a good shot and he runs out of the theater in a fucking panic. Oh my God. Word gets around. French magic ain't nothing to fuck with. Word. So flees the theater terrified by the end. The Wu-Tang. The Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Wu-Tang around. By the end of the show, local heads of tribes were terrified of what Houdan could do. If only they had heard of Hans Christian Orsted, a Danish chemist and physicist who had discovered that electric currents can generate magnetic fields. And that's what the light and heavy chest is. It's a turn-on, turn-off electromagnet that can be triggered off the stage. You know what? And so he just has it triggered. The guy can't lift the box. Science. Can I just say something? Not yet. Okay, go ahead. No, and you go. All right. So I want to finish this. And fortunately, I will say this. To his credit, Houdan, uh, unlike a few modern magicians I can name, does have a conscience and sent all the spectators translated messages that said his magic wasn't real magic. It was science and theater. And most important, it was no different than the magic the Marabouts were doing. Three days after he sends these missives, apparently the chiefs of 30 tribes banded together, sent him a short manuscript, pledging allegiance to France and praising his art. Marabout's defeated, rebellion squashed, and science triumphant. So what's the moral of the story here? Yeah, Arthur C. Clarke's quote rings true, right? Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. But the scientist in me sees this reminder, which is any science you discover, any technology you create, it's neither good nor bad. We do a lot of really important stuff with electricity and magnetism, with electromagnets. We do a lot. What makes it good or evil is what you do with it. At least that's my lesson for the day. What do you think, good buddy? Are we going to grab a new electromagnet? Are we going to try to take over the world? Why didn't he just kill him? <laughs> I'm sure. That's got me doubting some of this stuff. Look. I'm going to tell you something. Good. If you pulled me up on stage yeah. in front of a local theater audience yeah. and proceeded to in some way emasculate me in a way that wouldn't make me laugh out loud at how ridiculous it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and then just stood there, you know what I mean, and just let it happen to me. I'm not running out of the theater. I would attack you. <laughs> I think if it was so thorough a job. Now, and I'm your you're my friend. Yes. <laughs> Now imagine I'm a barbarian type. Yeah. What? 
It's just weird that they Why wouldn't be like, wouldn't wait. You just start swinging it's at him? It's almost like you smack yourself in the forehead. What am I thinking? You kill the wizard. You kill you know? the wizard. You kill the opponent. Um, I, I have a feeling, and then this wasn't in the, the I did learn from Conan the Destroyer that it's bad luck to kill a wizard. Well, there's so, that. There but, might might be a thing. Uh, I Who knows what the superstition was? That mm. I, I didn't read. And also something that came to my mind, because there is that. Because and, and you know, I've told you stories about people reacting pretty aggressively yeah. towards magic when they don't get it that I've yeah. done. Where like yeah. people are grabbing shit out of my hands because they're like, oh, I want to know. Right. And... Because we're simians. Uh, some, yeah, some people are closer to those brick-throwing uh, monkeys. But I would be willing to bet that murderers, knowing, possibly. Yeah, I, I would be willing to bet that the monkeys were murderers. <laughs> I would be willing to bet that knowing this was like the plan, hmm. that he probably had some guards off stage or round stage. Sure we got to remember. So. We got to remember. Also, this is during like they're occupying that's, the country too. It's like, true. do you really want to kill a French guy that's they mean. sent over? That's mean. Oh yeah, I agree. It's a douche thing to do. But this this is one of my favorite. I got to tell this to my class last week because we were learning about this. This is one of my favorite stories in physics and in one of my favorite stories in magic too. And by the way, if you've never seen it, Penn and Teller have a version of this that I've seen them do in their stage show. It's fantastic. They cite the story. Hey, hey Phineas. Phineas loved it. Lift this frog. Uh, <laughs> Phineas loved it. And, and it's a great version. And they reference the story. And uh, it, it's a true story, most of it, as near as I can tell. And uh, that's, uh, that's how science uh, can let you take over a sovereign nation without firing a single shot. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Perhaps. Any more questions? I don't have any more questions. Then it's time for Whip Around Pyramid, Famous Illusions Edition. I gotta tell you, I <laughs> missed this game. <laughs> I know, right? What the fuck? Uh, well, there are a lot well, of... Well, <laughs> all right. That's putting a little more to what I said than what I said did. Um, right? What the fuck? Let's burn the place down. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so here's the deal. There are a lot of really famous illusions that magicians have been doing, redoing, re-redoing for hundreds and thousands of years. Like being cool? Yeah, we fake it really well. Boom, boom, <laughs> Regardless of who we see do them, these illusions actually have proper names. And you, Sean, are going to guess the famous illusion just by listening to me give one or two word clues. For instance, oh, interesting. if I said electromagnet. Light chest, heavy chest. Yeah. Or heavy. Light and heavy chest. I'm close enough. That's why I rang the bell. I know. I'm also the judge of this, <laughs> <laughs> of this game. I got them all right. So I got 10. I don't know how this is going to go, but they are all... Now, what would be a really fun magic trick is you're like, and I also know how this is going to go. Like, if at the end you held up a thing and it, it showed, like, which ones I got right and wrong. You see, at this point, I would never... I, I'm not I would gonna, not abandon yeah. my religion for you yet. No, I, I hope not. And at this point, it would just be me looking at the list, knowing my friend real well, and being like... Mm. Okay. So I Phineas feel is going buck wild in here, by the <laughs> loves way. Loves fucking magic, this frog. He's like, yeah. I thought he might be Muslim. Well, I mean, he was rooting for the Marabouts the whole time. Right. Phineas <laughs> is Muslim. We've just learned something. I don't know. I don't know. That's new. Okay. It's his choice. I, yeah, whatever he wants. Uh, I'm not going to stand in the way. All right. Uh, let's go with two minutes. Okay. For ten. Well, well I've let you down before, Phil, so you know how it feels, so I'm not worried about you. I know you can take it. Are you ready? Nah. Ten? Are you fucking kidding me? All right. Um, here we go. Booyah! Find lady. What? Street hustle. Uh, uh, what? Find lady. Uh, the thing, the three-card Monty. That's it. There we go. That's an, oh, I can't um, tell what it is. <laughs> off the ground. Levitation. Oh. Copperfield? Uh, 
Buzzsaw, uh, um, Saw in Half. New York City. Statue of Liberty Disappear. That's the one. Uh, Franz Kafka. A metamorphosis? There it Literary is. Literary points. Um, misogynist. Uh, uh, what? Uh, misogynistic. Um, patriarchy? Um, anti-suffrage. What are you talking about? Uh, bifurcation. What are you talking about? Bifurcated lady. <laughs> Basically saying Solid it. lady in half. Yes. I don't... What the fuck? <laughs> you just learned something about why that was done. <laughs> uh, um... Birds. Crows. Um... Eagles. Surprise. Rabbit in the hat. Um... Dove, the doves. That's doves it. In a hat. Producing a dove. Yeah. Um... Thirteen dead. Dead man's chest. Uh, Piracy. Guns. Bad luck. Catch, catch the bullet. That's it. Bullet wow. catch. Thirteen have died. Um... Oh, oh uh... This Wait, is Houdini. Escape. Um... <laughs> Escape from straitjacket. Upside down water. Um, uh, um, disappearance. Yeah. Um, animal. What? Big animal. Elephant. Vanished an elephant. Vanished an elephant. Um, I feel like I shouldn't have had that one. (laughs) That's okay. Um, You rode an elephant. How am I going to give you? Try me. Uh, let's do this one. Uh, silverware. Bend the spoon. Yes! One one left. One left. Uh, and I don't have time, but I'm going to, uh, Three, little Red Riding Hood uh, Little Red Riding Hood The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing Three Three ah, Three's dear. Company The Jack Tripper The ah. Jack Tripper You gotta mix You gotta pass yourself off It's such a classic one And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of Cups Suzanne and Balls Summers. What? I couldn't think of Cups and Balls Oh how to, how to get you to get that I don't know But you got nine hey, Nine Hey Nine and did We'll you, say eight and a half And did you know that Sawing a woman in half Was done like As like an anti-suffrage statement No By some magicians no. Yes yeah, Tell up. me more right now Well no I will tell you more When we get back oh, Alright <laughs> Now we convinced him Stick around Stick around Hey everybody Are you interested in Philadelphia sports Of course you are Are you a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles Yeah, you are. Are you frustrated by the Phillies? I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning, giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week, and we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks. We should probably come back. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to do that. Is the point? But yeah, that was that's the story. I'm fascinated, and yet it's time for uh, for us to move on. That's unfortunate. Act three, which is that time for the fastest part of the show, known as three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show, or that didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is, which is all over the place right now. Uh, anyway, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three turns apiece talking about real weird news stories that are burning a hole in our respective brains. Uh, we each get 30 seconds per turn, and again, we go back and forth doing that. Once the three turns apiece thing is over, you'll hear something a little bit like this. That is Des the Decibel, whom we also missed, played with 
Fond greetings by Phil over there. Sure. Uh, by the way, sure, speaking we'll of Phil, that. he talked a lot in Act the Toozle, so I'm guessing he probably wants me to go first in Act the Thrill. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, well, do you have any questions for me? Which of those was your favorite illusion, by the, the way? Right. Uh, are you going to actually try to take over the whip around using an electromagnet? Pull a rabbit out of my ass! There you go. And give me some of that old-time fucking sword news. Shlomi Katzen, an Israeli amateur diver, hit the power nerd jackpot whilst ensconced in the Mediterranean Sea on Saturday, October 16th. Dude discovered a trove of ancient artifacts, including a sword for the goddamn crusades. Very cool. Living his best life, Katzen just happened upon, quote, ancient stone, anchor, ancient stone anchors, other anchors made of metal and pottery fragments, along with a 900-year-old shell and detritus cake sword, sporting, quote, a blade over 39 inches long and a hilt measuring nearly 12 inches that likely once belonged to crusading knight. Oh, uh, so Israel took the sword, obviously. But word is, Shlomi got a certificate of good citizenship for the incredible find. So. Aww. Yay. By the power of lame skull. That's a sh- <laughs> In Covidia to the Week news, a group of protesters in Gulf, Ontario, picketed the Upper Grand School District board meeting to protest the vaccination policy for athletes. A policy that says athletes, who you know, are often in close contact with each other and need to be vaccinated. Well, of course, some Covidians are opposed to this common sense policy, and they went to picket the meeting at the school board mm. building. Of course, they showed up 30 minutes late to the meeting. Oh, and the board meeting was being held online, too, so nobody was in the building. Ugh. They picketed late outside a building where a meeting wasn't happening. I'm sorry, folks. You're not right. You're not smart. You're just the loudest, saddest voice in the room hanging on baseless arguments. We can't, aren't mature enough to admit you're wrong. As always, I like to say, if only they'd done research. They might have not looked so foolish. Not the best and brightest. Uh. In nanner nanner fruit fruit news, sociopolitical tensions are spiking in Turkey, where apparently Syrian refugees are being scapegoated by hardline elements intent on demonizing the outsider, a plucky human trait we just can't seem to evolve past, and the symbol of this anti-immigrant fury, the humble banana. No joke now, apparently one grumpy Turk posted a video complaining that while Syrians in Turkey can afford kilos of cheap, plentiful bananas, he's got none, which went viral with racist low in potassium, I guess, and now Syrians across the globe have begun posting videos of them heartily, greedily gobbling bananas to stick it to Turks who hate them. What and the now fuck? the Turkish government has arrested and plans to deport seven Syrians they caught making banana videos, which just goes to show you, <laughs> racism makes you a dumbass fucking killjoy. Wow. In doping scandals you'd only hear about on ESPN 8 News, a Venice gondolier has been stripped of his award. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a story that few people know about and even fewer care about, mm. the world of competitive gondoliering was rocked by the scandal when Renato Busetto was stripped oh, no, of his runner-up. no, run- not my Renato <laughs> was stripped of his runner-up prize from the city's annual historical regatta on September 4th, and he's banned for 13 months from competing. Not only is this silly, the drug in his system was weed. His lawyer says the decision oh. is unfair as it's not specified in the regatta rules that Renato ripped bong hits of reefer ran right against Got a rules regardless. He's forfeited the second place prize that his brother won in the twin oared gondolini race. So, for those that didn't know, Venice has a professional rowing circuit and they take that shit seriously. Too seriously as it turns out. Fuck it. I'm just going to Vegas and the Venetian instead. Leave the, ve- leave the weed. Take the gondolini. And maybe just lie and say he's adopted news. An Indonesian youngster's name is catapulted him to fame and man alive, I hope he ends up rich over this shit. <laughs> Turns out there's a 12-year-old boy named uh, Abacus or whatever sounds it would make for you, <laughs> when, bless you when you said the first 11 letters of the alphabet like as if they were a child's fucking name. Yep, a dozen years went on before area police led a vaccination drive in Alphabet Boys District of Muara Anim and an embroidered name on a shirt led to a viral photo and here we are, but there's an explanation. Kid's dad, see, is apparently an avid crossword fan and quote, he apparently loved the alphabet so much that he was prepared to name his second child Nopku Rustuv oh my and the third God, no. Gazi. So now it all makes sense. Wow. 
And finally, and y'all motherfuckers need math news. Boom. There was a famously botched ad campaign yeah. back in the 1980s by A&W, the fast Woo. food purveyors of burgers, hot dogs, and root beer, in an yeah. attempt to compete with the quarter pound burgers that McDonald's and BK had rolled out. They advertised uh-huh, uh-huh. a third pound burger at the same price. Unfortunately, it seems most people don't realize that a third is larger than a quarter, and the promo didn't go anywhere. Right. And it's become a case study in advertising ever since. But everything old is new again, and the ad agency they hired, Cornette, you decided to go back to the fraction well to advertise again. But they learned from their mistakes, and they've unveiled the three-ninths Woo. pound burger. Woo. I say check. Woo. And mate, when you can't educate them, use their bias against them. Oh, and the chain noted that these burgers are only available while supplies last, but if location runs out, a two six pound burger can be made specially just for you and no extra charge. And if you don't know why this is funny, fuck you. Only while supplies last, last, last. Or go back to high school and slap your math teacher. One of the two. Yeah. You don't know why that shit's funny. Yeah, you, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Break it down. Why I are we doing really, this? I had, well, at one point or another, a couple points, I had a really decent math teacher. But there were a few slappables. I mean, it, it, it's just basic. Fact. That's like sixth grade. Like, if you don't know why, like a third and a quarter. Like a you, who and a what now? Do we have anything to plug, Phil? My wife. Oh. Just one whole beautiful woman. <laughs> huh? See what I did there? Fractions. Oh, I thought maybe she had some kind of perineum tear or whatever that is. <laughs> oh, no, she's not tanning her taint. Anyway. <laughs> Do you see her right now for life? <laughs> Get down with your bad self. Just Hey. She bursts into flames all the time. Have you seen how pale she is? Uh, hey, 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 hey. Anyway. Uh, my wife, yeah, my business. <laughs> my wife and her beautiful self are, are on Facebook and Etsy. The redheaded Ed Taylor, the magician's assistant. Just find her. Yeah. Just find her. Broadway, follow her. Level She's talent. got new uh, projects coming out, and now I can say a month from now she will be at the Indie Made Craft Show in Allentown, Pennsylvania, on December the fourth, from nine a.m. to four p.m. Come on out. That's Meet nine us. four from nine to four. Yeah. Twelve four. Twelve. Twelve four from 12, nine to four. four. Nine right. Yes. Shut up. That. Just replay it, citizens. You'll get it. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. But what if they're really into podcasts? And You're we just, here. And they just got through this one. And what if they like to throw balls and catch balls and watch people who throw balls and catch balls and kick balls and hit balls and smack balls? That was definitely more about the taint tanning than mine was. Well, maybe that kind of citizen would appreciate the, uh, the, the, the fine skills and Philadelphia focus of Podelphia, Wear your cup. only sports podcast that ever occurred. It is a it's a wonderful time. It is hosted by Flyers. Th- by three excellent Sixers. sportsy podcasty Eagles. types. Uh, one of them Phillies. is named Dave, another is named Sarah, and another one is named Juicy Gene. And their podcast comes out on Wednesdays, like ours awesome. does. So you can bridge from ours directly into theirs. Enjoy that again, sportsy Philly. Philadelphia, Absolutely. And of uh, course, oh. bless you, sir. Bless you. And, Romance. And, <laughs> and bless Citizen Gabby for her fantastic work. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> her shirt is a, of course, Booyah-themed shirt. <laughs> and it's a tiny horse with right, a little hat. Right on, Booyah. Right on. I love this. Uh, it, it's so awesome. Gabby, uh, you're fantastic. Follow her on Citizen Gabby on all the socials. And check and, us uh, out as well because they'll be on our socials as well. Absolutely. So subscribe you know, to our channel and, and uh, you know the deal Facebook by now. and Instagram. Instagram and, all and that uh, stuff. as always, the website's there, thewhippingpodcast.com. Yeah, that's right. Reach out via Gmail. Again, if you've picked up on the pattern, which is super obvious that so Sean can't get. What was the one today? It was the fifth one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I get it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. He doesn't get it. And for all of you who get it, I get it. I want to let you know that from me, I from Sean, I get it. from the beige circle of meh, I get it. garnished by a tiny horse. I don't get it. 
<laughs> we love you. Bye. Wait. <laughs> no. I I know. <laughs> Do you think you just your brain just figured? I think I might have just went. We can wait until next week. Are you saying I don't you know. dress like a grandpa? You're damn right I do. You talk like a bitter uncle. <laughs>